Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will go to Hotel Deck 3, where you will learn the next step in the history of Starfleet with the NCC 1701 Enterprise and the adventures of Captain Kirk and his, his faithful crew. Vicky, can you take us to the coordinates where we're supposed to be for this? Aye, aye, Captain. into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we are doing Season 1, Episode 22, Space Seed. So, Vicky, what did you think was going to happen in this episode? The crew gets caught in a time warp. Wrong! No. Very wrong. No, we actually get somebody who will be in one of the movies, and everybody says he, it's Ricardo Montalbán and his big old plastic chest. No, it was his real chest. That was his real physique. So, Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? You can find us on Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Correct. You can contact us. We forgot Castbox. Oh, Castbox. And Spotify. I said Spotify. Oh, you did? Okay, my bad. Uh-huh. I, I misheard that. That's okay. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. And what can they do at www.vickystartrek.com? <coughs> I don't know. No, they cannot do that. But you can get a merch shirt. <laughs> well, good. I swallowed air. I mean... <laughs> so, Vicky, it says here, the Enterprise discovers an ancient spaceship carrying genetic enhanced humans from the late 20th century Earth and their enigmatic warlord leader, Khan Noonien Singh. Khan! Noonien Singh! No, no, no. In the movie, I know. Kirk, oh, we'll see it when we get to the movie. Why spoil it? Are we ready to go? Yes. Okay. So we're trying something new. Hopefully it works. Coming up on it fast, sir. Are you certain of your sensory? Definitely a space vessel of some type. Origin? Unknown. Could hardly be an Earth ship. There have been no flights into this sector for years. I'm picking up a signal, sir. Captain, that's the old Morse code call signal. 
Thank you. CQ? CQ? We're reading it, Lieutenant. I thought you said it couldn't possibly be an Earth vessel. Understand why it always gives you pleasure to see me proven wrong. <laughs> an emotional Earth weakness of mine. There it is. An old Earth vessel similar to the DY 500 plant. Much older. So, Kirk just said similar to the DY 500 class, which is a type of Earth ship that was utilized in the early deep space exploration and colonization during the 22nd century. In use in the early 2102, the class was considerably more advanced than the older 20th century DY 100 class. The gross vehicle mass of these ships were was 3,000 metric tons. Wow. These ships were equipped with Yandel Pulse Fusion Warp Drives for propulsion and a net with the net with a net data vest of 3.7 times 10 to the seventh power NVT something. I'm not a scientist, I don't know. Something? DY-100 class to be exact. So it is a DY-100 class ship. It was an early design pre-warp vessel that was in operation during the 20th, the late 20th century. So we'll learn more about it as we go. The last such vessel was built centuries ago. Back in the 1990s. Then it's a derelict. It's signal left on automatic. Or an old Earth ship being used by aliens. Weapon status. Electric shields are maximum. Laser's manned, sir. Bioscanners report. Life science bioscanners are picking up heartbeats from over there. Can't be human, though. They're too faint and average. Only four beats per minute. Sensor reading, Captain. Some sort of equipment functioning on that vessel. All decks go to full alert. since interception of the strange vessel. Our presence alongside is still being completely ignored. Although our sensors continue to show signs of equipment and life aboard, there's been no indication of danger to us. Weapons Department, maintain battle stations. All of the decks, stand by alert. All decks acknowledging, sir. Continuing to pick up some form of heart action over there. Very faint, very slow. Seems to be coming from about 60 or 70 bodies as near as I can make out. Alien bodies, Bob? Could be. There's no sign of breathing or any other form of respiration. Pulse surfaces pitted with meteor scars. However, scanners make out a name. SS Botany Bay. Then you can check the registry. Botany Bay. Botany Bay. Oh, no. Pablo Chekhov. Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. Now, if you notice, Pablo is not in this one. So, it says right. the SS Botany Bay was a DY-100 class sleeper ship built on Earth in the late 20th century. The Botany Bay was launched from Earth in 1996 under the command of Khan Noonien Singh. The Botany Bay was used by a group of genetically enhanced humans, known as Augments, led by Khan Noonien Singh, in an attempt to escape from Earth after being defeated by non-augments. No such vessel listed. Records of that period are fragmentary, however. The mid-1990s was the era of your last so-called world war. The eugenics war. Of course, your attempt to improve the race through selective breeding. Oh, now, wait a minute. Not our attempt, Mr. Spock. The group of your scientists. I'm sure you know the type. Devoted to logic. Completely unemotional. Alright, alright, gentlemen, as you were. Rig 4, tractor beam, helm. 
So it says here, the eugenics wars, or the Great Wars, was a series of conflicts fought on Earth between 1992 and 1996. The result of a scientific attempt to improve the human race through selective breeding and genetic engineering. There, the wars devastated parts of Earth, by some estimates officially causing some 30 million deaths and nearly plummeting the planet into a new dark age. Gotcha. I'll log on to that vessel. Rigging for the tractor beam, sir. Bridge is yours, Mr. Swat. Care to join the landing party, Doctor? Well, if you're actually giving me a choice, I'm not. Oh, I'll need somebody familiar with the late 20th century Earth. Here's a chance for that historian to do something for a change. What's her name? Uh, McGivers? Lieutenant MacGyver. Come on, MacGyver. Attention. Following personnel report to transporter room. Engineering officer Scott, Lieutenant MacGyvers. Acknowledge. MacGyvers, on my way. Well, it looks like that ship is expecting us. We read heat coming on, complete oxygen atmosphere. Very interesting. You ready, Bo? No. Signed aboard this ship to practice medicine, not to have my atoms scattered back and forth across space by this gadget. Yep. So McCoy has a genuine fear of the transport. Right. Now, when we get to TNG, the second season, the Dr. Pulaski, same fear. Just so you know. You're an old-fashioned boy, McCoy. Where's that historian? Well, come on, Lieutenant. Uh... MacGyver, sir. Energize. atomic power, bulky, solid, I think they used to call them transistor units. I'd love to tear this baby apart. Captain, it's a sleeper ship. Suspended animation? Uh-huh. I've seen no photographs of this. Necessary because of the time involved in space travel until about the year 2018. It took years just to travel from one planet to another. Is it possible they're still alive? After centuries of travel. Theoretically possible. I've never heard of it being tested for this long a period. What a handsome group of people. Jim, have a new reading. Lights must have triggered some mechanism. Captain, look here. Scotty. Teach me what's happening. We've triggered something, all right. Heartbeat's increasing. Now passing eight beats per minute. There are some signs of respiration beginning. This one was probably programmed to be triggered first. Could he be the leader? The leader? Lieutenant? Yes, sir. The leader was often set to revive first. This would allow him to decide whether the conditions warranted revival of the others. Heartbeat now approaching 40 per minute. The uh, respiration pattern is firming up. From the northern India area, I'd guess. Probably a Sikh. They're the most fantastic warriors. Heartbeat now 52 and increasing. The others. Uh, there's no change. And they're all mixed types. Western, mid-European, Latin, Oriental. A man from the 20th century coming alive. Maybe. Heartbeat dropping. Circuit shortening. Probably some dust. Heartbeat now 30, dropping fast. The heart flutter. He's dying. Do something, Captain. Can we take an hour to figure it out? What happens if we get him out of there? Nine seconds if we don't. So his heartbeat was up over 50 beats per minute. 
at that point, in my opinion, because most heartbeats at a resting rate are about 60, I would assume that what is happening now wouldn't class necessarily start stopping his heart unless it was trying to put him back to sleep at the same time it was trying to wake him back up. Right. You know, so I don't know what exactly was going on. They don't really say. centuries, we estimate. Landing party of Enterprise. Come in. Go ahead, boarding party. We read you. Lock in on Dr. McCoy's beam. He's transporting back with a casualty we discovered here. Magnificent. Captain's log supplemental. Alongside the SS Plotney Bay for 10 hours now. A boarding party of engineering and medical specialists are now completing their examination of the mysterious vessel. Attempts to revive other sleepers await our success or failure with the casualty already deemed over. Dr. McCoy is frankly amazed at his physical and recuperative power. Kirk to boarding party. Scotty here. Scotty, any records? Log books of any kind? Negative, Captain. It appears they were in suspended animation when the ship took off. How many alive? Twelve units have malfunctioned, leaving 72 still operating. Thirty of those are women. Kirk out. Seventy-two alive. A group of people dating back to the 1990s. Discovery of some importance must have sparked. There are a great many unanswered questions about those years. Strange, violent period in your history. I find no record whatsoever of an SS Botany Bay. Captain, the DY-100 class vessel was designed for interplanetary travel only. With simple nuclear-powered engines, star travel was considered impractical at that time. It was 10,000 to one against their making it to another star system. And why no record of the trip? Botany Bay. That was the name of a penal colony on the shores of Australia, wasn't it? They took that name for their vessel. If you're suggesting this was a penal deportation vessel, you've arrived at a totally illogical conclusion. Oh. Your Earth was on the verge of a dark ages. Whole populations were being... Well, Spock, us humans are not exactly the most logical people. Exactly. Armed out of existence. A group of criminals could have been dealt with far more efficiently than wasting one of their most advanced spaceships. Yes. So much for my theory. I'm still waiting to hear yours. That theory requires some facts, Captain. So far, I have none. And that irritates you, Mr. Spock. Irritation? Yeah. I'm not capable of that emotion. My apologies, Mr. Spock. You suspect some danger in them. Insufficient facts always invites danger, Captain. Well, better get some facts. Rig for towing. Aye, aye, sir. Make course for Starbase 12. Aye, sir. That'll be all. Well, you'll live. My compliments. Well, no, I'm good, but not that good. 
something inside this man that refuses to accept death. Now look at that. Even as he is now, his heart valve action is twice the power of yours and mine. Lung efficiency, 50% better. An improved breed of human. That's what the eugenics war was all about. I'd estimate he could lift us both with one arm. It'd be interesting to see if his brain matches his body. Doctor, will he live? It appears he will, Lieutenant. If I were to rate your performance as a member of the landing party today, I know, I'd... sir. I'm sorry. Lieutenant, at any one time, the safety of this entire vessel might depend on the performance of a single crewman aboard. And the fact that you find a man strangely compelling to you personally. Not personally, Captain, professionally. My profession is historian, and well, to find a specimen from the past alive. I mean, the sheer delight of examining his mind. And men were more adventuresome than both, more colorful. They were. Good. If I can have honesty, it's easier to overlook mistakes. That's all. Yes, sir. It's a pity you wasted your life on command, Jim. You'd have made a fair psychologist. Fair? Fair? said that it was like he was insulted that he was called just fair not a, not good not amazing right I think it was just acting but that's still good here with many questions, Captain. On my way. James Kirk, commanding the Starship Enterprise. I see. And your name? I have a few questions first. What is your heading? 
Our heading is Starbase 12, planet in the Gamma 400 star system. Our command base in the set. Is that of any use to you? So, the, <clears throat> you're going to Starbase 12, which was a Federation Starbase. Uh, it was administered by Starfleet and was located on the planet in the Gamma, Gamma, Gamma 400 star system in sector 25712 in the Alpha Quadrant. It was located close to the planet Artrade 7. Seti Alpha 5, Gamerius 5, Mabi, I can't even read most of them, and Ryza. One function of the starbase was as a patrol base for starships patrolling the Romulan neutral zone. Gotcha. So the Gamma Star, uh, 700 starbase system, oh, excuse me, uh, of the Alpha Quadrant was a system where it was home to Starbase 12 with the Federation, da 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 da. So, yeah. And, um, my people? 72 of your life support canisters are still functioning. You will revive them. As soon as we reach Starbase 12. I see. And now. Khan is my name. Khan, nothing else. Khan. What was the exact date of your liftoff? We know it was sometime in the early 1990s, but... I find myself growing fatigued, Doctor. May we continue this questioning some other time? The facts I need, Mr. Khan, will take very little time. For example, the nature of your expedition... Jim, a little later might be better. Captain, I wonder if I could have something to read during my convalescence. I was once an engineer of sorts. I would be most interested in studying the technical manuals on your vessel. Yes, I understand. You have 200 years of catching up to them. Precisely. They're available to any patient on the viewing screen. Dr. McCoy will show you how to tie into the library tapes. Thank you, Captain. You're very cooperative. <laughs> this Khan is not what I expected of a 20th century man. I know he's making considerable use of our technical library. Common courtesy, Mr. Spock. He's going to spend the rest of his days in our time. It's only decent to help him catch up. Would you estimate him to be a product of selected breeding? There is that possibility, Captain. His age would be correct. In 1993, a group of these young supermen did seize power simultaneously in over 40 nations. Well, they were hardly supermen. They were aggressive, arrogant. They began to battle among themselves because the scientists overlooked one fact. Superior ability breeds superior ambition. Correct. Interesting, if right. true. They created a group of Alexanders, the photos. I've collected some names and made some counts. By my estimate, there were some 80 or 90 of these young supermen unaccounted for when they were finally defeated. That fact isn't in the history texts. Would you reveal to war-weary populations that some 80 Napoleons might still be alive? Again, another correct uh, statement by Spock. Right. Ship's historian, Lieutenant... Marla MacGyver. Yes. I am told you participated in my rebirth. In a small way. 
I've been reading up on starships, but they have one luxury not mentioned in the manuals. I don't understand. Beautiful woman. My name is Khan. Please sit and entertain me. for dinner? Lieutenant MacGyver's idea to welcome Khan to our century. Just how strongly is she attracted? Well, there aren't any regulations against romance, Jeff. My curiosity is official, not personal. Well, he has a magnetism. Almost electric, you felt it. And it could overpower MacGyver's with her preoccupation with the past. Thank you. I hoped uh, you might guide me to our dinner engagement. Very good. Fine technique. It's a gladiator named Flavius. He wants And something. you've rearranged your hair for me. Excellent. Gone, the schmooze. Right. All bold men from the past. Richard, Leif Erikson, Napoleon, a hobby of yours, such men?
than your sympathies were with. You are an excellent tactician, Captain. You let your second in command attack while you sit and watch for weakness. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms. This is a social occasion. <laughs> it has been said that uh, social occasions are only warfare conceived. Many prefer it more honest, more open. You fled. Why were you afraid? I've never been afraid. But you left at the very time mankind needed courage. We offered the world order. We. Khan just exposed himself. But if you will excuse me, gentlemen, ladies, I grow fatigued again. With your permission, Captain, I will return to my quarters. Quite understandable, since I'm something of a mystery to them. You're no mystery to me. I know exactly who you are. Beep mm -hmm. Erickson, Richard the Lionheart in Napoleon. I don't know if you're going to like living in our time. Then I'll have to remove it. Please don't. Go. Or stay, but do it because it is what you wish to do. Well? I'll stay a little longer. How many minutes do you graciously offer? I only meant... This grows tiresome. You must now ask... say she's scared of him but I think that she was um, I'm trying to think of the word smitten well no 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 for this part here I don't think she was so much scared as she was she's in love with him but yet him asking her to do this, kind of like, for example, me asking you to take a bullet for me with the gun pointed right at your head, you know. Right. I, I don't know the word for that, but that's how I see it, you know. Right.
know him today? Name? Carl Noonien Singh. From 1992 through 1996, absolute ruler of more than a quarter of your world. From Asia through the Middle East. The last of the tyrants to be overthrown. I must confess, gentlemen, I've always held a sneaking admiration for this one. He was the best of the tyrants, and the most dangerous. They were Superman in a sense. Stronger, braver, certainly more ambitious, more daring. Gentlemen, this romanticism about a ruthless dictator is... Mr. Spark, we humans have a streak of barbarism in us. Appalling, but there, nevertheless. There were no massacres under his rule. And as little freedom. No wars until he was attacked. Gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Spark, you misunderstand us. We can be against him and admire him all at the same time. Illogical. Totally. This is the captain. Put a 24-hour security on Mr. Khan's quarters, effective immediately. door. Locked from outside, a guard posted. Unusual treatment for Khan, Nuni, and Singh. Excellent. You identified me with your computer system, I imagine. I'd like those answers now. First, the purpose of your starflight. A new life, a chance to build the world, other things I doubt you would understand. Why? Because I'm not a product of controlled genetics. Captain, although your abilities intrigue me, you are quite honestly inferior, mentally, physically. In fact, I am surprised how little improvement there has been in human evolution, or there has been technical advancement, but uh, how little man himself has changed. Yes, it appears we will do well in your sanctuary, Captain. Do you have any other questions? Thank you. They've all been answered.
Atmospheric controls cut off. Useless. They're on override or engineering. Engineering. Got it. It's the bridge. Captain! What's going on down there? He's not able to answer you at the moment, Captain. Your ship is mine. I have shut off the live support system to your bridge. Jammed up your exit routes. I am willing to negotiate. Flood all decks with neural gas. Impossible. Trigger control systems inoperative. Mr. Khan was very thorough in his study of our tech manuals. Contact Starbase 12. All channels are totally jammed, Captain. Brilliant. Every contingency anticipated. Your air should be getting quite thin by now. You surrender the bridge. Negative. Academic. Captain, refuse and every person on the bridge will suffocate. Stardate 3142.8. They have my ship, discarding their own worthless vessel. Only moments of air left on the bridge now. Commendations recommended for Lieutenant Uhura, Technicians First Class Thule and Harrison. Lieutenant Spinelli. And of course, Mr. Spock. I take full responsibility. I take full... Nothing ever changes, except mine. Your technical accomplishments. Improve a mechanical device, and you may double productivity, but improve mine. Gain a thousandfold. I am such a man. Join me. I'll treat you well. I need your training to operate a vessel this complex. Where is Captain Kirk? I see now I made one serious error. You are the communications officer. Engage the viewing screen, please. sit by and watch it happening to someone else. Engage the viewing screen. I'm sure you recognize your medical decompression chamber here, doctor. And the meaning of that uh, indicator. Captain will die. If you join me, Mr. Spock, I will save his life. Spock's smart. My vessel was useless. I need you and yours to select a colony planet, one with a population willing to be led by us conquered by you. There is no one. Starship would make that most simple, wouldn't it? 
each of you in turn will go in there. Die while the others watch. Khan, there's no reason I must watch this, is there? But I hoped you would be stronger. Ouch. Talk about a bird. If any one of you joins me, anyone, I'll let him live. It's so useless! We've lost the channel. How do I regain picture? It does not matter. The captain is dead. As is, you walk on. Take Mr. Spock next. Watch him very closely. He may decide to cooperate. Captain, I saved your life. Now, please don't kill him. Surprised to see you, Captain, though pleased. I'm a little pleased myself. Situation. Khan is holding our staff in the briefing room. His men have control of the ship. Our only chance is the intruder control circuit. Although he's cut it off at the bridge. There's a relay junction down the corridor. Gas, all decks, but this one. Armory, this is Khan. Report. Rodriguez. Ling. McPherson. Anyone, report status. Where's Tom? I don't know. He got out just as the guy. Right here. Anesthesia gas in all sections except engineering. Someone just closed that line. Captain, acknowledge. Unable to flood engineering section. I suspect... This is Scott. Captain's headed for the engineering section. I'll follow in case... Negative. We must protect the vessel while the anesthesia lasts. Meet me in the armory. I'm blowing it clear first. Spock out. up like an exploding sun within minutes. So this is another example of, act, of stuntman versus stuntman fighting. Right. Again, back in the 60s, it wasn't as easy to fake it as it is now.
have five times your strength. Match yeah, but Kirk's gonna cheat. Date 3143.3. Control of the Enterprise has been regained. I wish my next decisions were no more difficult. Khan and his people. What a waste to put them in a reorientation center. And what do I do about MacGyver's? Record tapes engaged and ready, Captain. This hearing is now in session. Under the authority vested in me by Starfleet Command, I declare all charges and specifications in this matter have been dropped. Dropped. That's yeah. a shocker. Reed, you have the authority. Mr. Spock, I believe our heading takes us near the SETI Alpha star system. Quite correct, Captain. Pla now. Here's a question I have to ask, and dig deep in your memories, ladies and gentlemen. Vicky, do you remember the episode of Enterprise where they're in the, they're in the expanse? Okay. Archer and T'Pol are walking down the corridor. Archer saves T'Pol, but is infected with parasites in his brain. Vaguely. Where he doesn't remember what he did. Kind of. And the Earth ends up getting destroyed. And they go to another planet to settle what humans are left. Do you remember the planet name? Uh, no. That was off the top of my head. Okay, it was SETI Alpha 5. Now, after the explosion on the of the NXL-1, everything went back to normal. They didn't have to settle on SETI Alpha 5. Right. But, Kirk is going to maroon or abandon Khan and his people, including MacGyver's, on SETI Alpha 5, which is actually a planet that can't be habitable, but, as we find out from the movie, something happens, and I'll explain that when we get to the movie. Right. Number 5 there is habitable, although a bit savage, somewhat inhospitable. But no more than Australia's Botany Bay colony was at the beginning. Those men went on to tame a continent, Mr. Khan. Can you tame a world? Have you ever read Milton, Captain? Yeah. I understand. Lieutenant Marla McGavin. Given a choice of court-martial, or accompanying them there. It will be difficult. A struggle at first, even to stay alive, to find food. I'll go with him, sir. A superior woman. <laughs> I will take her. And I've gotten something else I wanted. World win, empire to build. Win win. The hearing is closed. It's a shame for a good Scotsman to admit it, but I'm not up on Milton. Statement Lucifer made when he fell into the pit. It is better to rule in hell, hell than serve in heaven. Huh. It would be interesting, Captain, to return to that world in a hundred years and learn what crop had sprung from the seed you planted today. Yes, Mr. Spark. It would indeed.
Vicky, what do you think of that one? Uh, I like that one. What do you give this one for a rating? I gave it an eight and a half. I have to give it a ten. Okay. Mostly because of what I know. And a good actor he is. Yes. So, that being said, who do you think this episode hinged on? Khan, Spock, Kirk, MacGyvers. <coughs> okay. McCoy. Okay. Scott A. Scott A. So, yeah. Okay. So, that being said, is there anything that you noticed? No. Okay, so in the original series episode, you never really got a clear view of what the ship looked like. I'm glad that in the remastered series you can see what it really looked like. Gotcha. So, that being said, I guess until next time, I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will catch you in the next mission. Bye!